Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hey guys, Aurora and Kristen here. We are so excited for today. I kind of feel like, I mean, we just started and I already feel like we made it with our guest today. I know. I'm like totally fangirling the whole way here. I was listening to the toast. So today we have on Jackie O'Shray. Did I say that right again? Uh, you said it like the proper Jewish pronunciation. Oh, ooh, we just that. happened to say it Ashray, but the, you know, the high and the ancestors would say Oshri. Oshri. Okay. Oshri, okay. Well, I, I don't think you even need an introduction, but Kristen, will you take this yes, one away? Co-host of The Toast was The Morning Toast. Now with Dear Media, we are The Toast. You and your sister, Claudia, are absolutely hilarious. Um, you're also the co-founder of Spritz Cocktails. Delicious. Love that. There is a new, by the way, drop with the Skinny Confidential, I guess, for a boss's Lauren, with Pink Lemonade. Delicious. And then you also have a podcast, Redhead. And you're a mom. What else do, what, what, what else do you do? Like, holy shit, I'm out of breath, like, introducing you. Wait, so you. you already have one child? Already have one child. Yes, okay. my son. He's He just turned one last week. My God. Um, so this is an accident, this pregnant that you're no, currently. Well, oh, okay. Let's let's talk about it because you're <laughs> pregnant as well. Let's talk yes, about that. Congrats. Would, thank you. I would share if like we hadn't been trying, but we had started trying. Like this, it was our first month of trying. Like I felt ready. And I I I come from a family of like a lot of siblings, like you were, and we're also really close in age. And like I love that. Yeah. So I feel like I most people either they like want the opposite of what they mm-hmm. had because they didn't like it or they want the exact same. So I'm like oh copy paste. So and you weren't breastfeeding anymore then? No, I breastfed six months mm. and breastfeeding. I like, took oh my god, it was so much harder than expected. It took everything out of me. So mm. I really wanted like a few months of not being pregnant and not breastfeeding. So I gave I thought like three months, but I also would see how I feel. Like I'm never gonna like force myself. But then I, I really felt ready. And like my son, he doesn't have like that only child, maybe because he has cousins already, but like he doesn't have that only child energy. Like he would love to have a sibling today if I could bring one home. So Aww. I just like felt like by the time the baby is here, like we will all be very, very ready. The best thing I ever did was, well, I always say like pound out two under two. I just like back to back. Mine are now just turned five and six, six and a half. So I had two wow. under two and it was the best thing I've ever done yeah. on my body for the kids to have a play partner. Same. I'm yeah. so glad I had, I think in the back of my mind, I like knew that my marriage was not going to last. And I was like, I need to have one more kid with the <laughs> same dad. Even they don't even look the same. And everyone's like, is this two different fathers? I'm like, no, I suck around for this one. Okay. But yeah, I'm so glad they have each other. Like, you know, because when we do 50, 50 too. Like they have someone to play with. And also it's just like logistically much easier. Although I do have two car seats in the back of my car, which is like kind of not a good, it's just not, it doesn't vibe for me now that I'm like on Tinder, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But then also like, you don't have to get in the play pen anymore. Like, I feel like even though it's like a lot of work all at once, like ultimately 
people say it's actually easier. Like you have diapers, all diapers all at once yes. instead of like, we're done with diapers. We're bringing diapers back. Like totally. yes, that's what we're about to do. And I feel like I'm like, what is all this, these new gadgets? I have no idea. Like, I feel like I crush sleep training. I'm like, oh my God, I have to go through it again. Mm. Like it's, yeah. a whole, I feel like I'm starting all over, but I'm also happy because I'm still semi young and I'm like, let's just yeah. get all the kids out so I can get snatched back. I I can't wait yeah, after I know. this. But I'm also be, like when it's so your I second get the time. Aurora special. Yeah. <laughs> give me the Aurora special. I want to be nip, tuck, <gasps> snips. You guys, <laughs> I told you what the special is. You just, it's Ozempic. No, I'm just kidding. I'm really not on that, but I feel like everybody is. Everyone is. But just like when you have already had one kid, the second one, it's like you feel like it's not your first rodeo. You already know what you've you've been there and everything's just easier. Do you know what you're having? Yes, I'm having a boy. (gasps) I've got two boys. I've got two boys also. Oh my God. Boys are the best. So So you're going to have two in diapers. When your second baby is born, you're just going to put them both in size six. That's what I did. Like, (laughs) because it's too hard to be like the little one and the big one who's wearing what. Yeah. And just hand me down everything. It's perfect. Yeah. Hand me down everything. Right now I had given my stuff to my sister because she just had a son. So I'm going to have to get it back and we'll just keep cycling through. That's so nice. I wish I had my kids like when my sisters had kids, which by the way, I just from listening to your show, like I have to comment that you and your sister are so much nicer to each other than me and my sisters are. And it's given me like, I'm going to be really nice to them today. They're going to be like, what kind of drugs are you on? But like, I I just love that you guys had the kids at the same time. My sisters didn't fucking get it when I had kids. Like they were like, just so kind of unsupportive and like a weird, like, they're going to kill me for saying, but just like, I, they just, you don't know you until you know. Birth, like, you don't know. You don't, like, she invited over like all these people. It's like the last thing you want is people in your house after you have kids. Like, yeah, you no, you don't know until you know. It's so true. And like, we're kind of staggering. So my older sister like had her first child, then I had mine and she had her son and now I'm pregnant. And Claudia, who is a little younger than me and she's been married since she was 23. She's just like, She's not ready. We talk about it all the time on the show, like how she's going to get ready. I don't know if you guys saw that hotel in New York City that's like a postpartum care facility. I just saw that on someone's reel. I'm like, this is cool. I'm sure it's crazy. Claudia and I, like, like, so an influencer just went there because she just had her baby and she was like posting everything. It must have been um, collaboration. And it was literally like the best ad ever. Claudia was like, I'm checking in for 18 years. She was (laughs) like, this place gives me so much peace to know that there's like places like that. But other than that, she's been really like, She's just not ready, but because we work together every single day. And like when I had my son, I was still living in the city. So she would like come over every day. She like really went through it with me. Yeah. And now she was just saying like, when she talks to her friends who are like pregnant for the first time, she feels like she's like talking like she's me. She's like, no, well, Jackie did this and Jackie Mm -hmm. did that. And you're going to feel that way. So like, even though she's not there yet, like she really was in it. Whereas like my other sister, my youngest sister, like probably was the same way that you are with like Sophia, where it's like, no clue what's going on. Right. Well, I feel like also Claudia might be like looking at your, I don't know. I'm totally projecting, but my <laughs> experience having kids was like quite difficult. Like it just like, it was, I went through a lot of stress with like the not sleeping and all that stuff. And my sister Olivia particularly is like, she's the person that like, if she doesn't get nine hours of sleep at night, she is like the devil more so than she usually is. And so she's like, she's like, she saw me having kids and she's like, you know what? I actually can wait. Like, I'm maybe I'm not ready yet. I don't, you know. Well, it's so true. That's how Claudia felt. Like, it didn't 
warm her ovaries at all. It's good that she saw like the real shit. Like, you know, when your nipples are leaking at the supermarket and you smell and you haven't showered in three days and all the, all the not glamorous stuff. Because everyone just wants to come over with a cute little onesie for an hour, hold the baby and leave. And you're like, there's so much more to this. And it's so totally. true. Like, you think you know everything about parenting until you're a parent. And you're like, oh, my God, I don't know fucking shit. And I'm going to figure yeah. it out. And like you, you said, Claudia's not ready. We always say like, you're never really ready. Like you might think yeah. you are, but you're never really ready. But you figure it out as a parent. Mm-hmm. Like what's like I feel like on that note, like what's something you've learned as a parent? That you're like, holy shit, I did not expect this. Or I, as a parent, this is what I learned most since before having kids. I thought I knew this and it's actually this way. Oh, that's such a good question. Well, I mean, just breastfeeding in itself was just like, an education. I just yeah. assume like I have big breasts. I always have. So I'm like ripe for breastfeeding. I just figured to just put the kid on and you know, right. you're fed. Yeah. I also, I never, when I was pregnant, this is so weird. And I'm so ready to have a baby, but like, I'm kind of the type of person where I just like confront the challenge. that's right in front of me. Like, I'm not going to worry about like three steps ahead. Mm-hmm. I just worry about like what's in front of me. So I never really like thought that much about like the newborn phase. And I always knew I wanted to breastfeed, but I didn't realize it would be like, every hour like yeah, yeah I what I thought right and that, like you didn't make this schedule that they made the schedule and that, that they like their life depended on it like yeah and I, no, thought I, this, I thought the same thing when I was like I'm totally breastfeeding for at least a year and if you don't you're a bad mm-hmm. mom uh-huh, and then I uh-huh. did it and same thing big boobs and then they just get bigger and they're gross and right now I have blue veins and my youngest is like what is that is that where the milk goes mommy yeah but they're so gross yeah. that they're almost too big to breastfeed and I, I couldn't that and that's a thing you like it, there is it that's a thing like your boobs can actually be the nipple can be too big for the baby's mouth. And I also had big boobs and I was like, I'm made for this. Like, I I feel like yeah. some people are just like, that was the one thing in my life I was always sure I wanted to be. I knew I wanted to be a mom. I knew I was going to be great at it. I knew I was not going to have any problem, you know, getting pregnant and all this stuff. I had two miscarriages and I was it, like, I was a terrible first time mom in my attitude of just being like, I didn't want to wake up every two hours. Yeah. I couldn't do it anymore. It's just like, so, but it sounds like you have had, such a good attitude about it that you wanted to do it so soon again. Yeah. I mean, you do forget. And it, once it got better, like the first month was really hard. Also like Harry had a lip tie and a tongue tie, not mm. anything that I knew I needed to worry about. So like, that's why breastfeeding was so painful and why he would always breastfeed and, and still be crying and not full. So we were doing breastfeeding and bottle at every single feeding. And so at two months yep. we got that fixed. And then and then I got to experience the joys of breastfeeding. What's supposed to be like they they're eating, it doesn't hurt, and they fall asleep, and it's so sweet. Mm. So things really got so much better over time that it makes me excited to do it again because now I know yeah. so much, and I it's it's not like a trial by fire, and it's like so much less intimidating. Of course, it's got like every baby's different; it's going to have different challenges, but I feel so much more prepared. Yeah, and I love that also what you just said, but like you can you can enjoy it more this time. Like I feel like the first time around you kind of almost wish away the phases you're like oh I can't wait till they can yeah. sit up I can't wait till they can walk I can't and then you realize that you you never got you never get those times back again and you kind of wish that you had appreciated it more at the time and I I definitely think with my second I kind of savored each of the moments knowing that they you know soon become just a history in your camera roll that you're never yeah. getting back what's it what's yeah. the saying like the days are long but the years are short yeah I think you'll miss the fingerprints on the wall so so I hear I know I'm literally getting my house <laughs> painted right now because there's just my shit kids all over the lick walls. each other on the mirror and <laughs> oh my god okay so I love all the baby talk but you two are pregnant and I'm not so we're gonna switch this combo real quick um I wanted to say that I think it's amazing you and I actually 
actually have a lot in common because we're the older sister of a, a public figure who kind of like paved the way. And I know I always get like, oh, you're Olivia's sister. You're riding on Olivia's coattail. Like, you know, we make a joke out of it because it's funny. But have you ever felt like you're following your sister's success has diminished your own ability to like carve your own space? Like, no, but I could see how, and maybe that's what people say about me behind my back. Maybe that's what they say on Reddit. I don't know. I don't know. Really <laughs> I haven't heard that one. I've heard a couple other things, but we'll get <laughs> we'll to get there. No, but like, like sometimes Claudia and I will talk about like Nepo babies. Cause that was just in the conversation. Mm-hmm, and they're like, yeah. but you're a Nepo sister. And I don't really see myself that way, especially because like so much of like our business now and the, the, what's like most successful in our business is the toast, which is a completely 50, 50 endeavor. Totally. Like that's my pride and joy. So I just like take pride in the work that I do. And I know like how different Claudia and I are, and maybe to, you know, the outside, like it, it would look that way, but it doesn't feel that way yeah. to me at all. And Claudia's always like doing like, she goes on tour. She's a comedian. She's always putting herself out there and trying new things. And like, I'm literally, I just want to be front row at the show. Like, I think she's so funny. I love that. I'm like her biggest fan. I know that sounds like corny and, and like a line, but that's really how I feel. So it's like, on the one hand, I'm so grateful that we get to work together. She's a great partner in our business. On the other hand, I'm just like really a fan of hers. And if I didn't do a podcast with her, I would listen to her every day. I love that because sisters can be so tumultuous. Like I just think of my sister, we're a year and a half and apart. And it's like, it's been such a roller coaster our whole lives. And I feel like we're finally going to get at a good place. But it's like one day, you know, teenagers, we want to share a closet and break down the wall and be best friends. And the next we're like throwing bows and fist fighting. And that was like a couple years ago. Sometimes, (laughs) I mean, your personality is, because I have two sisters and two brothers, like your personalities are different. Like if Olivia wasn't my sister, she would still be my friend. Sophie would probably be the girl. (laughs) Sophie would be the girl who like we text and we're like, we totally have to catch up. Like, let's do it. And then like four years pass and we're like, oh, we really have to get around to it. But like Olivia and I really are similar. Like we're all very close and we love each other. But like, I feel like what I hear from you and Claudia, just in your dynamic is that you guys so supportive. are very similar and that you just can kind of like jive off of each other in this organic way. Yes. Like even when we finish the show, which we record like an hour minimum every day, like then we get right on FaceTime and then like we FaceTime probably yeah. six more times throughout the day. Like we How the really hell do just... you do that, by the way? Like you have to, I'm thinking of like, I was listening to you like all week and I love how different, but the same you guys are like how, like however I said, you guys vibe and like you're personalities are hilarious. Like they just mesh so well for the toast. I see why it's so successful, but how the fuck do you have time between everything you have going on to like know what's going on in the world on TikTok, yes. the award shows, the drama, the tea. And I'm like, I barely have time to watch a show, let alone multiple things going on and record well, every day. I used to be so much more in it. Like I used to watch every show on Bravo before, before I had like had a baby before I was married, like over the years, we've been doing the show six years. So over the years, my interest in those things has really waned, Totally. but, and instead like, okay, so I have a few free hours of the day. Like when my son goes down, how do I want to spend them? I don't want to watch a show just so I can recap it on the toast. Like I'm done working for the day. Like instead I might want to read or like watch a different show. And so since the show is just an extension of our personalities, like whatever our interest is at the time, like we'll share that. So even if it's just like, I'm not interested in anything, I'm just like really in mommy mode, then like I'll share that. If I'm really into like cooking right now, I'll share that. So 
I feel like once we took the pressure off of ourselves to be like, we have to watch The Bachelor and we yeah. have to watch every Housewives city. Like now we just watch the things that we enjoy and we like recap them because we want to, just like how we really started the show right. instead of it being like an obligation. Yeah. That was really nice. But I also just have less time for those things. But the for things sure. that take up my time now, that's what I talk about instead. That makes sense. Yeah. When people are like, oh my God, Kristen, you have to binge watch the new season of Love Island UK. I'm like, I don't have right. four days to sit on my bed. Like I have so right. much shit to do. And also like I'm into weird stuff. Like Same. I just finished watching like the Ted Bundy documentary. Oh, like murders. nobody wants to talk about that right I now. Want to, like, I want to talk want, about it. I want to talk about like, I don't know, current events and stuff. And I feel like there's also such pressure, which I I, I remember you saying on your show, you were like, I just, I just did all my research like a half hour before and we're going to talk about these like all these articles and I'm like I would feel nervous about not speaking to something that I don't know about I would feel nervous speaking about something that I'm not totally educated on you know yes so that's what like so we do our show every day it's the same formula like five stories I pick the stories and I'll sit down for like 30 minutes before the show and pick the stories but they're entertainment stories and like the celebrities that we like and we follow, like we know the backstory. So right. if there's like an update today, like Sean Mendes was spotted with someone. We know who he's been like with over the years because mm-hmm. we've been doing the show. Right. So it's like, and sometimes we do like miss some key context, but also like the stories that we're talking about, it's like not that serious, which is why we do it the way that we do. Because no, I like, and sometimes people will be like, why didn't you talk about this or like the, yeah, like the Idaho really conflict. It's like, I don't know. I didn't think I could wrap it up in an hour. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And like, it's just, I, I don't know. Like it's, it's, I don't want to ever like do an injustice, like uh, speak on something serious and like not know what I'm talking about. That's like a pet peeve of mine. Especially in today's cancel culture. Like if you yeah. don't come with receipts, like multiple receipts to back up what you're saying, people will slaughter you. Especially if you're trying to say something new. Like I'm oh, not yeah. interested in just saying the same thing that right. I saw over and over again on Instagram. And like, acting sure. like that's the, right. my original opinion. So if I want to like come at it with something fresh, like I need to know my shit. Absolutely. Well, totally. yeah, especially now. And you know what's so funny is I was doing research on you, you know, prepping for this interview. And I found this BuzzFeed article that was doing the most to try to bring you and Claudia down. The most. And the more yeah. I read it, I was telling my husband, I was like, I, the more they try to hate on them, the more I, I fucking like them. The more They're I was reading hilarious. that article, I, the more I was reading that article, the more I hated the author I hated because the author. she was just so mean. Well, not even me, but just like, like she was so unstealth in like her, yeah, her like, strategy. Her strategy. Yeah. And one of the things they were like, they, those two girls, like they have never spoken up against the things that their mother said. And mind you, my mom, Okay, my parents are both, I'm not going to go into the, all of this, but my parents, let's just say when Olivia won Miss Universe, we made my mom delete her Facebook because my mom is political, not in the way that you get rewarded for on the West Coast. Let's put it that way. And there was a lot of pressure on her also to be like, how do you feel about like your parents' politics? And 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 I felt that pressure too on my Instagram. And I'm like almost on the verge of being canceled all the time just because like some of my opinions are outside the box. But like, how have you dealt with the trolls, the, well, the, the constant, constant ask of you to comment, comment on your mother's political or any, any, or, yeah. any serious issue. I feel yeah, like everyone no, wants to just, comment on everything. Serious issues in general. Yeah. Like people will be like, I can't believe the girls didn't talk about this. It's yeah. like, if you read the description of our show, why would we talk about that? Yeah. Well, so we've been doing this for a while. And that's something that like always comes up. Claudia and I, like we keep, we like to keep everything separate. Like as stated, like our show is just like 
fun entertainment stuff, this idea that we need to denounce a member of our family in order to be like accepted is just right. never something that I'm going to subscribe to. Like I'm never going to like absolutely talk poorly about someone that I love, someone that raised me, someone who's and like for who the, for strangers, for, who? for some piece of shit on the internet, yeah. or yeah. some loser article writer, like why do I care what you think? I care what my mom thinks of me. I don't care what you think. Of Fucking me. Right. love that. Yeah. This is refreshing to hear because everyone is so apologetic these days and you don't have to apologize for everything. Right. Sometimes you just got to stand by or stand by your family and be like, who fucking cares? I know me. My family knows me. That's all that fucking matters. And you can still love somebody and not agree with everything that they say. Since when is it a positive thing to say something negative about somebody else's view. Yeah, but I'll see that all the time where people will like reference something that one person said and they'll be like, well, I don't agree with everything they say. It's like, we didn't think that just because you were about to reference one thing they said that like you had a carbon copy of all their other For opinions. Sure. Like, right. That always has to preclude everything. You know, like they'll be a fan of someone. So be like, well, I don't agree with everything. It's like, well, no shit. It's like no human. We're, we're no all human. Different. I couldn't think of one person on earth who has holds every single same opinion that I do. And that's not to be cheesy, but that's what makes us so beautiful in our country. So right. great, and you know, that's right? what we're makes allowed to be different. interesting. And yeah. I think that's also what makes podcasting interesting. Totally. Like, when, I think the more successful podcasters are the people who are saying something that you're not hearing over and over and over again. And just even if you don't disagree, even if you don't agree with them, and I hear plenty of people who I don't agree with, but I like that they made me think about it in a different way for a second where I had to question my own views, maybe come to the same conclusion. Like once I challenge myself, Mm. but I like challenging my, my way of thinking. Right. And also seeing an opinion or hearing an opinion come from somebody who's had a completely different life than you. And it really helps us all understand how people get to certain opinions in their life because of their backstory, because of where they came from. And I mean, like if we're not embracing that diversity, then we're, what do we all sheep? Yeah, like, remember, we all, we I all thought diversity to... was in. Hello, but we're allowed to it's have only diverse in, opinions. It's only in if it's the right kind of diversity. Yeah, okay? not diversity of thoughts. Yeah, yes, that's. But anyway, Precisely. I just think I just wanted to compliment you because it's so refreshing, so refreshing in this day and age. Just to be like, this is who I am. Take it or leave it. I'm not going to apologize for it. If 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 you like me, you know, listen in every day for the toast. Yeah, toast. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But it also it comes with age too. Yeah. You know, like I definitely wasn't always I definitely questioned like so many things when I was younger. And if someone tells me I'm wrong about something, if everyone tells me I'm wrong about something, I'm like, well, then I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it's just over time and just like through experience, like like just life, just being like, Oh, everyone said I was wrong about this, but I don't think that I'm wrong. And just like becoming more confident in yourself and and the things that like you hold. Totally. And also being able to still love someone who doesn't have the same opinion as you, whether it's a political opinion or like, you know, a a sleep training opinion. Like we (laughs) have very different opinions on things. It's not like I'm going to be like, well, you know, she was my friend. And then I learned that she does cry it out and it's over now. (laughs) But like, you know, I mean, there's a fine line that way. Like I'll talk, I talked about crying out like one time on the podcast because I, I needed it. I yeah. needed to yeah. do it. Well, how dare and you? How dare you decide to parent I, your child how you want to parent? <laughs> right. And I, I and that was, I had no way, like you, people tell you people are so judgmental about, about like parenting tactics. And I had heard that, but I hadn't really experienced it that much, mostly because I don't share a ton. And I didn't know that like crying it out was controversial. So I was like, so we did cry it out method. You know, it's been five months and 
people were like, this is irresponsible. You know, my two-year-old doesn't sleep through the night. It's better that way. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Never mind. Yeah. It's better that way for who? And yeah. also when you go crazy and lose your mind, your kid's not going to have a good parent. Yeah. So. And also like, I still have sex with my husband, so <laughs> you can, <laughs> yeah. Like, and here the- I am divorced too, and my kids sleep with me and uh, they have from the start. So, and not, I'm pregnant. This, this is, <laughs> might not be causal. It's just correlated. Uh, we don't need to agree with how everybody lives their life in order to be friend to them and to enjoy listening to them on podcast. Amen. Yeah. So tell us, tell us a little bit on a positive turn about Spritz. I know you co-founded this with, I think your husband, Claudia and Claudia's husband as well. Is that kind of like the core yes. founders? Yes. So, and our family friend also. I, I love that. Okay. Founder. Cause I'm such a firm believer. My in husband alcohol. and I, yeah, in <laughs> alcohol, but also like, so my husband and I do a lot of investments, mostly in wellness area, um, DTC products, but we love going to our friends and family first and being like, what do you think? Do you want to invest? Let me get your thoughts. Who do you know? But there's that saying too, like, you'll never invest with friends and family, never work with friends and family. But you guys are a testament of success. So can you like shut down the haters and be like, maybe you got the wrong friends? <laughs> yeah, maybe you got the wrong friends and family. Because like, I can't imagine not working with family in the same way people can't imagine working with family. Like for me, if I was doing you know, if I was 50, 50 in a business with someone who wasn't my sister, like, and I had an issue with something, like, how would I raise it? Do we have to set a meeting? Like, instead yeah. I just FaceTime Claudia and I'm like, should we still do this this way? What do you like? We just like can talk to each other openly as opposed to like escalating things to right. HR. So we've always had such a wonderful experience working with family because it's been like me and Claudia, but also like our other sisters also are in the digital space. So like, we'll always do stuff together when the opportunity arises. So when our husbands like started working together and we like were brought into it just because like we do everything together, it was just like incestuous. It, w- it wasn't even like a question really. It was just like, that's how we do things. So it's been so great. But now also like working with friends. So like our fifth founder is also a friend, but it really is like, you have to have a lot of faith and trust in those relationships because they also say not to shit where you eat. But if you're not taking a shit, exactly, then everyone's eating good. Exactly. Yeah. I want yeah. all my friends to get rich. I'm totally let's, let's get rich together. I, I think that's also a big part of it too, because like when you genuinely want to see the other person succeed, then it doesn't just become about like making money for me or like or it becomes kind of like a team thing. A, a team thing. Yeah, totally. I, we call it the Adam Sandler, Adam Sandler model. Yeah. Like he has all of his friends on all of his movies, on all of his yeah. tours. And I'm like, I want to do that in life. Like, I know. Bring my friends on the podcast. Like, let's invest in companies together. Let's be on. Let's be in Cabo together. Like, I know. That's why it's so it's so amazing to me that people still will comment on my Instagram and be like, I like you the best out of your sisters. Or like, I think Sophie's the hottest one it's like I get it all the time be like you're hotter than your sister like or does it make you mad that your sister has more money than you it's like no my the more money my sister gets the better my vacations become (laughs) it's like you know we have a great time together and like I love my sister I find her I find both my sisters to be like extensions of me so like if somebody says something like oh I don't think she's that cute. I think you're cuter. Like that doesn't make me feel good because this is, you know, it's so funny. People are stupid. I know. Most people are. That's something I've realized. The number one lesson I've learned in the last, you know, since 2020, what have you learned? I realized most people are fucking stupid. Yeah. They really, really are. It's unfortunate. I know. But you keep, if you keep the good ones around, you can create successful businesses and have fun. Take those vacations. I love that. I love that you guys work together. So what's next for you besides a baby? 
Ooh, What's well, on the horizon? You have so much going on. I do have a lot going on for me. Like the toast is the mothership and like, it's what I want to do till my last day. Like, oh, I love that. Like really love it. My schedule being a mom and like being a podcaster, like it works really well. And I feel like I can make, I can work as hard as I want. And then other times, like I can pull back when I need to. It's not really conducive. A daily podcast is not conducive for maternity leave. And we have a very (laughs) anti-feminist maternity leave at the toes. It's extremely harsh. But aside from that, I can scale up or scale down as much as I want in addition to doing the show every day, which is awesome. And then I have like a few other things that I'm working on, like small like pet projects. It's a little, like it should be like Q4, but- right now just focused on the toes making it as good as can be I just moved so like my house getting it like, I love that you're in the did. nesting mode and and also just by the way like it just goes to show you that like when you really love doing something and you can totally feel that when you listen to your podcast like it's sustainable it lasts it's successful and it sounds like it's not depleting you but it's filling you up oh I yeah, love and, that like, it's enough for me I feel like so many people are like what's next like they're we want to keep building and like uh, if, if the toast is as good as it gets for me and like this is as successful as I'll be like that is enough for, for me like I feel very grateful and, oh, and I in turn I feel like when you are so grateful because we, we say all the time if, if our life never changed and we you know, made the same money and did the same things we are so happy mm. and I feel like when you have that attitude the attitude is gratitude you actually attract more goodness and you know great things and people to yeah. fill, fill your cup even more and so where did you just move I moved to Florida. How do you like it? That is a hard left from New York. I know. Um, right, I should say. But <laughs> <laughs> How is it? I like what, it was that a, a political lot. joke? Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> <laughs> I like it a lot, but I'm really just like home most of the time. So it's not like I'm like out experiencing Florida and all that they have to offer. But I just really wanted to like be somewhere where I could find peace and like have a quieter life and where did you move from I moved from New York City oh New York okay did you have Harry in New York yes how was that because I'm always like how the fuck do people have kids in New York City like I need a car I need a target I need I need (laughs) there's so much I need as a mom (laughs) that you don't get in New York City it was a lot like you know because we're in an apartment and I loved our apartment but still it's like not enough space it's really never enough space until you're in a house and then like you want to take them for a walk and it's just like chaotic and you don't want to be like anxious with the stroller and so it was not like the place for me I've also like never been like a huge New York City person like we we grew up there for a time and I loved it because my family was there but that now eventually like this is my family and so I have to do like what's best so this felt like the next right move for us my older sister moved here too so like we decided wherever we would go we would go together like once we started having kids and we might have stayed in the city longer if not for covid like kind of wreaking havoc on everything right so um this wasn't always the plan but we had well i hope you brought your spf because you are not made for that sun with that porcelain skin i do not even go in the sun like I'm I'm paler than I've ever been your skin is gorgeous you can it, it look, is you look like a, a Botticelli like a painting I, I, we we throw out Florida too because we are going to leave California and so we go back and forth between Nashville and Florida but everyone I know who lives in Florida thinks it's like the best place in the world that's because they're really? in a nursing home and they're no. on their way out and they're playing bingo every night yeah so. like I think like young people who are trying to move to new communities like it's hard to one like sustain your family, do your job, everything that you already had to do, and then like go and make adult friends. That's hard. Um, so much easier when you're a mom though. 
Yes. Yes. And I've actually, I've made a few good friends down here just through like Instagram and seven and through the toast. And like, I, it's not like I have much more time that I'm like, I need more friends down here. So right now I'm like pretty satiated, but I could see getting to that place where it's like, oh, what else is going on? And then having to go and seek that out because you don't have like a million contacts. <laughs> You're like, I think about the day when I have to open my front door. I just, you know, haven't done it yet. <laughs> yeah, Are you in Miami? No, we're a little further north, oh. but in Miami, like there's plenty of, there's a lot going on. So I'd have yeah, to yeah, oh my yeah, gosh, yeah. I hate Miami. Yeah, I get anxiety in Miami. It's I, so um, flashy. I am not flashy. So I, it's a lot for me. <laughs> yeah, I did. Also, I didn't drive before I moved down here. I didn't have my license. You just got your how. license. Oh my God, I just got my license. That is hilarious. So, like I had to do driver's ed down here and then I had to wait. Did you have a permit as an adult? Do you have to do a permit session? I, yeah, I had to get my permit first, but I didn't have to do a waiting time. So I got my permit in November and I got my license in December. So did you but have to practice st- with like your husband in the car? Yeah. And I, t- I did driver- driving school, which I actually liked better than practicing with my husband. But now, even though I can drive by myself legally, I own- I still want someone with me. Like I understand why they make you drive for six months with someone else. Like I feel oh, so yeah. much more comfortable. So that also makes it hard leaving the house. Like for the first few months, I couldn't drive. And now I have to wait for my husband to be free. And so it's oh my like, God, so how funny. Anywhere. I'm the I, same way. I do I my s- makeup in the car. I do, I do too many things in the car. I, it's not, I hate it's not driving. I, if, if I, I I love driving. I hate it. If Unless I'm alone and I have to, I won't do it. I'm That's like, also why I think I hated having newborns because like it, I, I get in my car and I drive. That's like my piece. I'll go anywhere. And like when you have a newborn, like the car seat and, the th- and you, then they fall asleep. And if you stop, they'll cry. And oh, my gosh. So you guys are made for this a little bit more than I am, I guess the whole newborn thing. You're going to be just fine. <laughs> I'm so it can't ex- be worse than the, than the first. Like, no. It has to be. There's it no gets better. better. And my doctor t- just told me because I've been having so much pelvic pain. He said that it gets like labor and delivery gets easier with each child too. Supposedly. Mm. Oh, really? And it, like, I, I'm faster. telling myself that. Yeah, it goes faster. That's, but my first was pretty fast, actually. That's amazing. I was really fast. My first was really fast, too. Same. But then my second really? was an emergency C-section. So oh. she came a month early. Listen for your kicks, but you're way uh, away from that. Oh, shit. Do you guys have names picked out? Names are so hard. And They're boy so names hard. are impossible. What are your son's names? I need ideas. Jackson and Conway. My son's name is Remy. And I love that your son's name is Harry. And I hope he I has red hair. Does he have red hair? So, no. Oh, not at the moment. What like, a disappointment. Could, it, it, it could still turn. Okay. Like, I feel like it's possible. But right now, no, like there's not a shade of red. But do you still call him Prince Harry or? Yeah, okay. I call him like the craziest stuff. You <laughs> what know, do you call like, him? Like, I'm just like mommy's angel muffin love. And like, I never would have thought I'd be like that. Oh, my God. Me either. Mom. I'm a girl who's like princess. And I'm like, oh, my God. If I heard me, I'd be like, your kid's going to turn into a raging, you know, like <laughs> I, I call Conway psychopath. my love bug and snickerdoodle. Like, where's my yeah. little snickerdoodle? Oh my <laughs> god! Like, it's so. I also like this is shameful. I call my husband Babe. Like it's Love his that. name. No, but like it's really cringy. But I don't even like when I say it, I don't even think about yeah. it. Yeah. But if I think I I was around us and it's like yeah. Babe this, Babe that, and I'm like screaming Babe. Yeah. I think it's like so obnoxious. I, I, do, think, I, I do think Babe is cringe. I've it never cringe. said Babe before, but like, but I've said other things that are even worse that like felt normal to me. So, you know, I don't know. I, I, Presh. That's what Mike and I used to, we used to call you Preshy, like for Precious. That's, well, that's, that's yeah. I say, I say some pretty stupid names too that are cringe. Babe, <laughs> uh, Sugar, Love, Love sugar. Bug. And I only call him by his name, like Tyler. 
if he's like in trouble. Yeah. Then he has a name. Like a dog. <laughs> when he stops listening to Babe, like when he stops answering to Babe, yeah. I'm like, Zach. Oh, and then my he's God. Like, then he knows I mean business. Uh, okay. So tell us about Redhead. Oh, my gosh. Thanks. It's my passion project. So it's that. uh a book club podcast. So we read one book a month. So it's one episode a month. And I love to read. That's like something I picked up right before COVID. And then in 2020, I read so much. And even now, like I just find it so much more peaceful than watching television. And it's like still same entertainment value, but like my brain is. You actually working. physically That's read so or do audiobook? I read on my Kindle. Oh, wow. I just listened to Audible. That's the only yeah. way I can do it. Yeah. That counts too. Like it's just, it's still the same thing. It's like stories and yeah. it depends what you're reading, but like, I like reading all kinds of books. My favorite genre is like history. Cause I like love history, but um, oh. I'll read really anything. So I do the podcast book club with my youngest sister, Margot, wow. and my two of my best friends from college who are also like really literary and we all like different kinds of books. So like we could choose one, but like every month, like someone liked the book, someone didn't, we never all agree on anything. So it's just like really fun. It's a great way to ensure that we're reading 12 books a year. And the community is really strong. We've been doing it for three years now. It just started as something fun for us. And it still is really fun, but it's also just like a cool little community of readers. Yeah. We get so many great book recommendations from people. And sometimes you read a book and like you just want to talk about it or hear other people's takes on it. Totally. So it's been awesome, really. That, that's and a it's great fun to work community. with my. Yeah. And I, I've never like worked with my friends like that before. Really, I've only worked with family, but it's been it's awesome. And like they are, you know, normal nine to five girls. Yeah. So it's fun for them to like have their creative outlet too in podcasting and their coworkers listen. It's just really cute. I love that you're doing something with your other sister too. I know be, being from a big family like me, sometimes it can be, you can feel like you're leaving some members out. Can, yeah. Yeah. I also like all of your guys' names, Claudia, Margot, and Jackie. Those are, that's so like old Hollywood. Mm. Gorgeous names. No, I know. And it puts so much pressure like for, and my oldest sister is Olivia. So it's like Olivia. And my name's technically Jacqueline, Claudia, Margot. Yeah. Your mom was like, if you guys don't do big things in life, you (laughs) failed me. Well, I feel that way about the Copo family names. And I also always say, I've never, like every Olivia I've ever met is a winner. It's a winner's name. Is, is your Olivia a Taurus by any chance? No, she's a Cancer, but he's like means business. Yeah. Like Olivia, she does not yeah. fuck around. I, I I agree. Even like I, I did a podcast with Olivia Jade mm-hmm. and she's the same way. She's like, oh, the bullies think they're going to get me. I'm going to do a podcast. And here she is like just living her life and doing still killing it. You know what? They're like stubborn. They just dig their heels in and they're like, how you feel about me doesn't change how I feel about me. So I'm just going to keep on keeping on. Speaking of, yeah. who's been your favorite guest that you've interviewed? Ooh, that's such a great question. We we used to do so many more guest interviews when, like before COVID, when we were in studio and yeah. since I moved, like we really don't love doing remote interviews anymore. It's just like, it's just hard, especially with Bonnie and I being separate. I know. I love like doing like IRL podcasting, but I didn't want to not be on the show. So I was like, here yes. we well, um, And when I, whoever I make it out there, we'll hang out at Dear Media office. But who has been... We've had like so many or like an awkward one. I just want to hear any, any tea or stories that you have from guests. Oh my God. I like, I just like, once they come in, they're just out of my mind, but have we had? we've had like Kevin O'Leary. He was awesome. 
like he brought us his wine and he's just like funny. Like it's always the people you wouldn't expect who would give the shark interview. Yeah. He's from shark. We've had a lot of the sharks. We love the sharks. We've had Damon. We had Barbara. Uh, love we're just that. obsessed with Oh Shark my God. King. I love that. And I love that you guys are like, like, obviously you're such a smart girl and you can like, you read a ton of books and you, you read history and you're having interviews with Shark Tank people. And I feel like all the like haters would just be like, oh, well, they, it's a gossip podcast. Like they must be stupid. It's like, actually, you don't no, get you... here from just being stupid. Yeah. You guys yeah. are very, very smart. Thank you. I feel like on the surface, if you just listen to like a clip or something and we're talking about nonsense, like, yeah, you'd be like these two dumb bitches. Yeah. But then when you listen to a lot of episodes, like there are a lot of themes and really the underlying theme of our show is family and and our, our sisterhood. And the reason why we have the like rapport that we have is because we're sisters and like the way that we even talk to each other. And that's why when I moved and we did remote episodes, it didn't even change like the timing of how we talk because yeah. we just like know each other so well right. at this point. So I feel like that's kind of like what people at the end of the day take away from the show. It's just like this, we have just a love of family and you just feel like you're part of our family, like with our inside jokes. And we just like talk funny the way that sisters do. Like, I don't talk like that with my friends, you know, just like making up words. Yes. And call my sister. This week I'm calling my sister Turdy. Like, I've I noticed call, that. Like, <laughs> I was wondering if that was like a regular thing or no, is that your pet like name a, for her? <laughs> it's a pet name that came up like in the last three weeks that I just can't stop saying. But like my little sister, I call her Snitch and I've been calling her Snitch for like five years now. That's like her name. Everyone calls her Snitch. Like it's so I don't have like nicknames after my friends. I call them there by their name. So it's just, it's like different dynamic when you're sisters. Yes. And isn't it cringe when someone else calls your sister, the nickname that you have for them? Like for, for, for some reason, like my mom calls Olivia Livy. And, but when I hear certain people call her, I'm just like, you can't, but no, mm-mm, you can't do that. <laughs> like, I don't yeah, it's know. like two person. <laughs> yeah. It's like, like you don't know her like that. Yeah. You don't know. You, you don't even know what you're saying. <laughs> 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 okay, I guess that's a me thing. Anyway, <laughs> I just call my sister a little bitch. Yeah. So, but I know you don't like that word. I just I heard you guys say that you don't like bitch. Only, only one's directed at me. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Everybody else is fine. Else. But you do like the word wench. That was the debate, great debate. But when I that's... think of wench, because I have a bone to pick with you, because when I think of wench, I think of an old witch with a mole mm-hmm. on her nose mm-hmm. and she's got a hunchback. I'm like, I would rather be called a bitch than a wench. I, know. <laughs> I agree. That's like, you know, what wench has meant in the past, but I just feel like it's a softer way of name calling. And it's like a funny word. I like it. It is a funny is. word. That, it's kind of literary. Has, it has like a history to it. And it's like little... changed over the years. Now it kind of means cunt in like a brainy way. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> in a brainy way. It's like a brainy, funny Which insult. cunt, by the way, in Europe and Australia is very like thrown around like it's nothing. Now if you say cunt, it's like, <gasps> it's the worst thing oh you God. could ever say. Oh my gosh. Yeah, it like... I wouldn't even say, like, we curse on our show all the time. I, like, I won't even say the word because it's yeah. just like, yeah. it bites. Yes, yes. That's a, that's a. It's like Voldemort. You just, yes. You just... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Well, you have been so lovely. I wish we could have met in real life, but we will make our way out to New York. We have a little New York tour that we're trying to plan. So, yeah. or I guess Florida, if you're, yeah. we'll I'll find drive it. you around yeah. wherever you want to go. <laughs> <Perfect>. <laughs> Yeah. No, maybe we'll meet up in New York. I still try and go because it's fun to do the show from there with Claudia and like see my family and bring yeah. Harry. So, oh my God, I would love um, that. So tell, tell all of our listeners where they can find you on the social and of course the toast. 
So you can find me on Instagram at Jackie Oshray, O-S-H-R-Y. And then the toast is daily podcast, Monday through Friday, um, Dear Media. You can listen wherever you listen to podcasts, iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Public Radio, CastBox, et cetera. And the Redheads too. Don't forget on Redheads and don't sleep on the Redheads. Oh, <laughs> don't sleep with the Redheads either, and I hear. Heard they're fun. Oh. <laughs> uh, and then Spritz Society is our can cocktail company. You can follow us at Spritz. Oh, love it. Love. Thank you so much. And we're so Thank excited you. for your pregnancy. We are wishing you all the best of luck. Yes. And we will be giving you no unsolicited advice. Thank <laughs> you. I like advice. Like, and I I feel like I, I'm down for unsolicited advice. As long as it's not coming like condescendingly, which it usually isn't right. because you talk to people that you like. I like to hear like what other people are up to. Take it or leave it. But yeah. congratulations to you. Thanks. I mean, oh, thank I, you so much. We're like exciting. having so much fun with this. And um, you're just such an inspiration. You and your sister and like just your drive. And you guys are so articulate and smart and funny and unapologetic. Uh, and and yeah, that's what you got to be in this day so and age. We can only aim yeah. as high as there. But we're we're hoping. So well, thank, thank you. you so much for best. having me. Thank you. Bye. Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.